Welcome to the Daily Devo here on the Waypoint Church Podcast. My name is Logan Miller. I'm one of the worship leaders here. And today, uh, I'm going to read us a passage out of Luke 24. And uh, this is starting in verse 45. And this is after the resurrection of Jesus, and it's right before his ascension. And he's speaking to the disciples, and he says this, Then he opened their minds to understand the scriptures, and he said to them, Thus it is written that the Christ should suffer and on the third day rise from the dead, and that repentance and forgiveness of sin should be proclaimed in his name to all nations beginning from Jerusalem. You are witnesses to these things. And behold, I am sending the promise of my Father upon you, but stay in the city until you are clothed with power from on high. What's interesting about this passage is um, that that Jesus is quoting something here. He says it's written that the Christ should suffer on the third day, rise from the dead. But then it says that repentance and forgiveness of sin should be proclaimed in His name to all nations, beginning from Jerusalem. And so He says this is what's going to happen. This is what should happen. But right after that, He ascends and He leaves, and He basically leaves the task to the disciples. He leaves the task to the church. And I love the picture that that paints that our lives are so much more than just how the ledger looks, you know, what sin we brought into the equation and the forgiveness that God brought. Uh, That's definitely part of our story, but our story is so much more than our, our sin ledger and our forgiveness ledger. Our story is actually a part of uh, one of participation in the story of God, of sharing the story of, really beginning the process of bringing the kingdom of God to earth. There's a a great book by a man named Dallas Willard called The Divine Conspiracy. And uh, he says this, he's he's talking about a, a Christian bumper sticker that says, Christians aren't perfect, just forgiven. And he says, just forgiven. And is that really all there is to being Christian? The gift of eternal life comes down to that. He says, quite a retreat from living an eternal kind of life now. And he goes on later, he says this, this type of thinking says that you can have a faith in Christ that brings forgiveness while in every other respect of your life is no different from that of others who have zero faith in Christ at all. And so he's making a point that, yes, forgiveness is a part of the equation, but it's so much more than that. We actually have an opportunity to join with God on his mission. It's more than just where are we going when we die. It's what are we doing while we're here, knowing that our future is secure. See, it changes the way that we think. It changes the ways that we live. But Willard also says this, and he's sort of dreaming here, and and he says this, that if Jesus were to come here today, he could very well do what you do. He could very well live in your apartment or your house. He could hold down your job, have your education and life prospects, and live within your family, surroundings, and time. None of this would be the least hindrance to the eternal kind of life that was his by nature, and hear this, and becomes available to us through him. Our human life, it turns out, is not destroyed by God's life, but is fulfilled in it and in it alone. I mean, I love that quote. I love what Willard is saying there that we sometimes think that, man, we live in such a different time that maybe what Jesus is talking about there, that we're going to go share this message and we're going to be a part of this redemption that's going to happen on the earth in our time. 
that maybe that just isn't meant to be how it how it happens now. Maybe that's just not meant to be. But Willard is saying, no, this our life, our circumstances, COVID nineteen, uh, what we talked about yesterday with technology, the influence and probably over influence of technology on our lives. None of these things are outside of the scope of God's vision or outside of God's power. And none of these things would be a hindrance to him in our time. See, he could do it now. And the amazing thing is that through his Holy Spirit, we can be a part of it now. We can be a part of sharing the gospel. We can be a part of bringing the kingdom of God to earth right now. And I want to say this, that we may believe that's true but we may feel hindered by the fact that we're quarantined in our houses right now. See, we may be saying, no, I I believe that I can be a part of that. I mean, when I get back to the office or when I get back to uh, my, my kids, you know, sports events or whatever it is, when I get back to normal life, I totally believe that I can be a part of that. And I just want to say that that's not a hindrance either. See, we're in a moment where we actually get to invest in family. We get to invest in neighbors. We get to invest in friends from Uh, all over through FaceTime, through Zoom, through whatever other medium, we have an opportunity to still be a part of that mission right now. Right now. See, God's not hindered by our circumstances. And the beautiful thing is that through him, through his spirit, we are not hindered by our circumstances. Now, it may change how things look, right? It may change how we actually um, act some of those things out, but it doesn't change the power of the gospel. See, the gospel has power in this season, in seasons when COVID-19 is gone, in every season, the gospel is powerful. And it can change people. It can bring people from death to life. And so I love that. I hope that encourages you today that even if you can't leave your house, you can still be a part of the, the mission of God, bringing the kingdom of God to earth in our time and beginning that process of reconciliation. I, Yeah, that's all I got. That's all I got. I was going to keep going, but that's all I got. We love you guys. We'll see you tomorrow.